How is COVID-19 changing home sales in the Pacific Northwest? This morning, I am joined by none other than Luke Weaver and David Quantrell. And that is my phone buzzing over there. It's probably Lisa saying, guys, don't forget me. We haven't. She's <laughs> downloading the app. I was. She was using her computer. Okay. She'll work on her computer, but anyway. We can bring her in. We'll bring her in. My name is Rory Pitts. Uh, we're all with EXP Realty. That's just by chance that that happened. Um, but nonetheless, this affects what's going on right now. It's affecting everybody in our country. Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, we don't do a lot on my personal page. Uh, we don't do a lot of Facebook lives about talking about real estate. But this morning, we thought it'd be a good idea to jump on here. We got a lot of friends, a lot of family who've been asking us questions about real estate. What are you guys allowed to do? What's the market look like now? Uh, how's this going to change things in the future and all that kind of stuff? And and I thought, you know what, let's let's give a nice, good Pacific Northwest look at what's happening right now. And um, so without further ado, let me hand it over to these wonderful gentlemen. And uh, Q, there's probably people on our pages who don't know who you are. Go ahead and share a little bit about who you are and how you're handling the uh, the COVID-19 pandemic right now. Going crazy, man. Well, uh Yep. <laughs> I'm not, I haven't lost my mind, but I'm losing it now. Uh, what I will, hey, Lisa jumped on. There she oh, is. She is. Yeah. There she Welcome, is. Lisa. We just got started. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, 10 years in real estate. Um, spent the last, uh, last year at EXP. It's been great. Um, I do a little bit of home sales. And uh, I don't know what else you guys want to know about me. A I, little bit of home sales, he says. It's my humil my humbleness. I'm trying to which I'm, not, which I'm not used to hearing, to be honest. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was oh, yeah, in another company for a few years. I think I was number one or number two EXP Tacoma last year. Um, so that's it. Yeah. All right. How about you, Luke? What's up? How about you? Everybody knows you, but go ahead. Tell everybody about how your hair looks this morning. Everyone knows me. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, it was a struggle. I haven't been able to see Ramon in a couple months now, and uh, I don't know how <laughs> we're going to get through, but I told you a couple weeks ago, we're just going to go straight through the awkward phase and grow it out now. So. <laughs> That's I'm so true. I might end up with long hair when this is all said and done. And <laughs> <laughs> you and Luke? You and Luke are having a hair race. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We'll see who's but, the healthiest, who grows it the longest, the fastest. There we go. It's about the same length right now. We should be we should be able to go. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, started in real estate, gosh, uh, almost 11 years ago. Um, been a couple of the big box stores. Ended up at a small boutique brokerage, um, which is where I met. Uh, a couple of these fine folks, Lisa and David. Um, Roy and I have obviously known each other since. We were wee lads out in Mason County. So, and uh, then, gosh, what is it now? Two two years, two over two years ago that we started uh, Tome Homes Northwest. And uh, that's been great. We've been cruising along, having a good time with it and enjoying working with David and Lisa and our other uh, partners that are part of Team Ren over at EXP. So, yeah. And then obviously uh, the world threw us a, a curveball with this COVID-19. So excited to talk about it. My goodness, so true. How about you, Lisa? Share a little bit of bit, a little bit of a boot. What am I, Canadian now? A boot? A boot. Share a little boot about yourself. 
Yeah, sure. So I was the office manager at a company that all three of these fine gentlemen worked at, and I was seeing how much part-timers were making uh, <laughs> doing real estate. <laughs> and I thought, you know, I could do this too. Um, I'm pretty sure. So I started studying. Um, I've had my license for three years. Um, my first full-time year was last year, and I was pretty happy with um, what I was able to accomplish um, after joining EXP. So it was a good year. I ended up capping, which is, I feel, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. So, um, but the tools and the mentorship is amazing and um, just happy to be here. Thanks, awesome. guys. We uh we appreciate you capping, Lisa. That's uh. <laughs> well, I appreciate the three of you jumping on here this morning. Um, I, you know, we make the joke of I know you got nothing better to do, but honestly, behind the scenes, I know that all four of us have been pretty busy trying to do other things. So uh, again, I appreciate you guys jumping on here this morning. Uh, let's get right into it. How is the coronavirus impacting the real estate market? And, uh, you know, I throw this question out to anybody who wants to run with it and uh, just kind of share, how is it impacting right now? Well, I'll, I'll start. I mean, it's different. It's not what it was three weeks ago, even. I mean, it, it, I mean, this, this all really started three weeks ago or and really about two weeks ago did things start changing with the shutting down of the schools and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I mean, that is a quick change. Uh, yeah. And we've been on a roller coaster of it. I mean, in the beginning, it was business as usual for us as real estate, but you were taking protect, uh, precautions. And then it was a pretty much total shutdown. They said uh, we weren't essential, which we are still saying we're not essential. They're just giving us some leeway. Um, but uh, we have to show houses differently now, uh, which changed uh, this last week. But for for one week, we weren't able to do anything. And then now we're able to show houses, but it's very restrictive. Um, I don't know if everybody, if people have heard, but we can only go in with one person at a time. Um, and I think the way that this was originally written with us being able to, to do this was more for those extreme cases, right? Somebody passed away, they need to sell their house. Um, somebody's gonna end up homeless, move to the area, they need to buy a house. I think it was more for those extreme cases. And I have heard a lot of agents acting like it is business as usual when we should still be taking a lot of precautions. Um, and, you know, that that's kind of what I've seen out there. Yeah, I would agree. It's funny. Um, you, you mentioned how quick <clears throat> it literally felt like we hit a brick wall at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were just kind of cruising along. And it's funny because for me, it was two separate worlds. There was the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 in the news, obviously, and whatever. And then my my real estate world off on the, the side and completely, um, you know, operating independently of everything that was going else, going, everything else that was going on. And our sellers and buyers were operating that way as well. Like there was really no mention of it. And then it was like over the span of like three or four days, it went from really not being talked about to... Um, Clients being like, "Hey, are we going to shut down?" You know, and us being like, "I, you know, I don't know." Like, you know, and and kind of speculating, and then, um, and then all of a sudden, do nothing. And it, I mean, it was like we had closings last week. We had to kind of run around for, um, and we couldn't do. It's funny we couldn't do everything that we would normally do as part of a closing. Like, I could arrange to get a buyer keys. 
um, but I really couldn't trip a box. So I was arranging to get keys from the seller. Um, and then I couldn't pick up closing gifts and that kind of stuff um, because places were, you know, closed that we'd pick that kind of stuff up at. Um, so it was kind of bare minimum, but um, it, it was really weird to me how we were just kind of not talking about it and just cruising along. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, everyone stay home and do nothing. And yeah. you forget, I don't know about you guys, but um, I think you, just the stupid little things that we do on a daily basis that has been weird to be without. Right. You know? um, and uh, <clears throat> we bother each other a lot more, right? <laughs> We're like texting each other. And, <laughs> but um, it's just kind of, yeah, it was, it was literally like hitting a brick wall at 100 miles an hour for me. Lisa? Um, so I showed five houses yesterday. <laughs> um, okay we got it we got to hear the social distance we found her this one. Invited, right yeah. there's always one no yeah. well i had clients who were pre-approved on friday they had been in the pipeline for a while and they were super excited to look yesterday and so we did the i only showed the Husband stayed in the car. I let the wife in. I used the Clorox wipes and the gloves and the six feet distance. And um, I felt pretty comfortable in most of the houses. Um, but there's still that underlying, oh my gosh, what if this impacts me in a negative way or them in a negative way? And so there's, there is that struggle that internal struggle that okay now we've been handed the keys but what do we do with them yeah oh yeah definitely definitely it's uh it's a different world for sure uh i, I think i think luke put it best when he said it was like all of a sudden we hit a brick wall um because it, it was really it was really strange how i've got my family starting to shut down I, you know my kids are already homeschooled um right. But but in the same sense, they're not going to do their things. They're not going out there in the world. They're not doing the the personal meetups. They're not doing all those things. Yet, I've got clients. Hey, can we go look at this house? Hey, can we go look at this house? And just going all over the place. And and I was thinking even like three weeks ago when there was murmurs of of um, a possible shutdown, that uh, it was very strange. And I was going into a house. I was unlocking the key box, opening up the door, all that kind of stuff. And then I would get into my car grab my hand sanitizer and just start doing this like crazy. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just looking around like, am I, am I the crazy guy here? Because nobody else is doing this right now. <laughs> I'm right there with you. My hands are raw. <laughs> yeah. The entire time, you know, I wiped down the keys. I wiped down everything, you know, and didn't allow them to touch anything. It, it's funny. Know? I joked on Facebook. I said, <laughs> COVID-19 has my hands looking like the hands that built Rome, like kind of joking around. <laughs> and of course, like 18 people who sell lotions were like, hey, dude, like direct message. <laughs> I have just the thing for you. Moment right? of opportunity. I appreciate your, your marketing. Uh, okay, we got some comments on here. We got some people joining us this morning. Hey, Taylor, I'd like to point out, too, hey, Rory, real quick, I'd like to point yeah. out, we got um, we got several realtors that are joining us on here. We got Dibs um, out there in Detroit. I'd love to hear from him on how things are being, you know, how things are uh, being affected out in Michigan. Um, we have Cochran, the only on here. Leon's on here. I'm on here. Adam Cable out there in uh, Kitsap, Mason County. So there's a lot of um, a lot of people watching. Dane lender feel free to do jump in we'd love to hear you guys' opinions on what you're seeing in the market and what you think is going to happen as we move forward 
Oh yeah, definitely. We got we got one question right here. Not sure if this has been asked. Uh, are we looking at a transition into a buyer's market? I don't Our think so. Out there. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Why? Why not? Well, the inventory dictates a buyer or seller's market, right? And until inventory spikes up to a three to five month inventory, it is not a buyer's market. Three month is really a balanced market. We're at a one month still. I just looked at the data yesterday. We're still at a one month, even a little bit under if you look at the right data for the yeah. right price points for most people. And then so we don't even balance market is three months of inventory. So basically the number of houses on the market would have to more than triple in the next month. And then that we would have to add a couple more on top of that months of inventory. So I just don't see it happening. I could see us go to a balanced market, which is great because that's where good agents excel is in a balanced market. Um, I mean, that that just dictates dictates it. And then also there's a lot of people not listing their houses right now because of this. I have five listings, uh, three of them 100% ready to flip a switch. Mm -hmm. And they just are, we're kind of waiting until we have more buyers around. So it, it's... Yeah. I will say it's interesting, man. I don't know if you notice this um, and get your guys' thoughts on it, but um, the day after, uh, so Wednesday was right the last day we could do anything uh, yeah. up until midnight or whatever, and then Thursday morning I get on the MLS at like 11 a.m. and there was like 140 new listings that morning alone <laughs> in the Puget Sound area, and by by the weekend there were just there were you know three four hundred. I was like. Oh, people do not. I mean, some people do not care. Um, and I'm wondering if that though, I told Rory, I said, man, I wonder if that isn't just a brilliant market ploy, actually get that listing out there, let it simmer for two weeks. Everyone's seen it, everyone looking at got it on their favorites. And then all of a sudden the governor says, all right, you're good to go. And it's like, release the hounds, you know? Yeah. So it might be brilliant. Just, just right now. I just looked at it. I'm pulling it up on my screen. Two in the last three days, only 204 new listings in King Pierce and Thurston County combined, and um, so it's slowed down a bit. 400, 400 pending. So we're still having more pendings than sold. So we can't. That that still that also dictates that we can't switch uh, to a buyer's market. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Jillian, Jillian jumps on here. She is a lender and lending is tightening up is what she says. Not necessarily great for tight buyers. I, I've heard that. What have you guys heard? Uh, obviously, we're not lenders, so we're not going to give lending advice. But what have you guys heard out there? Lisa, you're going to buy right now that you're running with. Um, well, there's two things that I'm concerned about right now, at least two things. These are the two on the top of my list. One is jumbo loans. One of the lenders that I was working with said that they are no longer yeah. offering jumbo loans. The Interesting. Second thing, yeah. The second thing is I do a lot of business with down payment assistance programs with first time yeah. home buyers. And that same company is not doing those now temporarily. So yeah. that impacts my buyers significantly. Bond locked up last week. State bond. Bond. They just uh, straight locked it up, said, no, we're not doing anything for the time being, which you know, Rory and I um, <clears throat> make a pretty decent living off helping out first-time homebuyers that need that program. Um, yeah, and my wife does a lot of lending in the, uh, she's kind of a bond, she's a bond girl. She, you know, a lot of lenders don't want to do it. That's a little bit extra work, but she's always taking the approach of like, someone needs to do it for these people. Right. 
And yeah. so unless they've been in there, they're just uh, it's been suspended. And yeah, Jillian um, mentioned the same thing. And um, it's uh, the, the tightening up. You know, Jillian mentions up things tightening up uh, literally this morning. Um, and here's breaking news for you, Rory. Um, Rachel is dealing with a client of ours who's buying in Spokane. And um, all of a sudden they go from approved eligible to approved refer. Um, and their DTI is well below what the normal is. And it's being referred for a further look. And she's like, what in the name? What is going wow. on? So, um, I mean, she'll figure it out. But it's like extra steps that weren't necessary you know, a while ago. All that to say, what happened in 2008, right? Because they weren't getting approved refer. It was just approved eligible across the board. So it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah, right. yeah I've heard uh, that they're not only looking at your job and your job security, but they're also looking at the company as a whole. Mm -hmm. That's something mm -hmm. I heard from lenders. Uh, yeah. They, they want to know what, what industry uh, you're working in because they yeah. want to make sure that company is going to going to survive through these next few months. That's and a great point. Amazon, Boeing, or something like that. You got nothing really to worry about. But you know, if you're in it, right. things down the street. You know, they got four employees. It might not make it two months, right? So yeah. uh, this all of this to say that if you're an essential worker in healthcare, now's probably the best time for you to be looking for a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take advantage yeah. of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, uh, Rory, we got dibs over there in Detroit. He says it must be a lot like what we're seeing here in Seattle area. He says they've suspended foreclosures and eviction, evictions. So I'm prepping for the fallout from people thinking they don't have to pay their mortgages over the next few months. Yeah, welcome to C Town, buddy. Um, yeah. You know, are a gold mine. You know, and that's a great point uh, that dibs brings up because the thing is, is they. My understanding of this is, and I want your guys' uh, opinion on this or your fact on this, and if you're if you're watching us right now, please jump in with comments on this. But my understanding is is that they're just pausing your um, either your mortgage payment or your rent payment. You got to talk to your lender. You got to or you got to talk to your mortgage company. You got to talk to your landlord. So don't take that as gospel. But my understanding is is the companies that are doing that be prepared because when everything gets back to normal, they're going to want that back. Most companies are not going to put that on the end of your loan or at the end of your lease. So there's a good chance that you're not paying your $1,500 a month right now for whatever you're leasing. But once things get relaxed, say in two or three months, they're going to want all that money. Um, well, there's a difference between, yeah, and make sure that you're reading the fine print and you're talking to your representative. If you're if you have a mortgage out there, here's a, here's my uh, friendly tip of the day. Um, and you are like, hey, money's tight. I'm not essential. We're not working or whatever. The, these these mortgage companies are offering two different programs for the most part, forbearances and deferments. And they are two very different animals. Um, a deferment is what you want. So a deferment is going to take the loans or the payments you have now penalty free and put them on the back end of your mortgage. So on the end of that 30 year or 20 year, whatever you have. Um, and you're not going to, you know, they're going to give you like a three month deferment. You don't have to pay your mortgage during that time. And then at the end of three months, you pick right back up. A forbearance is a completely different animal. They're going to allow you to not pay your mortgage for that two, three, four, five, six months, whatever it is, penalty free. But when that forbearance is up, they expect you to come up with that whole nut. So if your you know, mortgage payment is 2000 a month, at the end of that three months, they're going to want you to have six grand in your hand. Now that might change based on what the president is saying right now, as far as extending the guidelines and all that, they may change and start offering 
you know, more deferment, uh, more of the deferment programs, but it's up to the individual uh, lender at this point. Yeah, I was a big fan of the deferment when this all was starting, I was mm -hmm. sending it out there everywhere. The program's in place, these lenders can do it, but you do need to speak to your individual lender because they're all different, yeah. they have different takes on all this. And uh, I like how yeah. I like how Luke put it, the deferment's the best. Um, they have it in place for, for military deployments for everything. So it's it's not that hard for them to do. I wish they would yeah. do it. Yeah, and if you got that option, it's a no-brainer, quite quite honestly. Because I mean, over a 30-year loan, are you really going to notice a difference if uh, if you've got three more months thrown on the back end of your loan? You probably won't even be there for the full 30 years. Um, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. let's go into this. As far as okay, so there's no foreclosures, no, there's no evictions, especially in the Seattle area right now. Um, what does it look like once we get through this? Let's just Let's just throw this hypothetical situation out there. Let's say come June 1st, we're back to like 80%, 90% back to normal. What is it going to look like then? Are we going to start seeing an uptick in foreclosures? Are we going to start seeing um, people getting thrown out uh, on the street? Um, some people have never been through, two, they never went through 2008. I mean, we've worked with a lot of clients who are first-time home buyers in the past uh, five to 10 years. So they never went through 2008. They don't know what to expect. What can they expect if something is to happen? I think 2008 and this are apples and oranges, man. I think they're, they're two completely different things. Uh, Why is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, honestly, if we get back in now June, that's kind of pushing it out there a little ways, right? Now, June, I think the, the financial burden is going to be a lot higher on people. If yeah. we are back in may very beginning of may and we're getting back to business somewhat as usual it's not going to be exactly the same it's going to take <clears throat> months for some stuff to kind of level out i don't think it'll be that much different in the real estate world i don't think real estate prices will come down at all i don't think that much will change there's a lot of people out there that um maybe are laid off that'll probably be back to work um so it may take a few months for people to be able to build up some savings back up to be able to buy a house but I don't think there's much difference in May. Getting into June, I think it starts to change a little bit. We start talking about July, now I'm worried, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's June or, or July by the time we, we start getting back together, I think there will be some changes. I think that there will be a lot of people that are in default. I think that um, we could, I don't think you'll be seeing people getting foreclosed on because there's so many things in place right now. Another thing I read was 50% of Amer people in America, homeowners in America, own less than 50% on their house. And that's ever that's all of America's whole. I heard that from a lender yesterday, and I've actually heard it said different ways from many in the last week. There's so much uh, margin in people's houses. There's so much equity mm. in people's houses right now. Yeah. I don't see it getting foreclosed on. They could start selling uh, to get that money yeah. uh, out. I could see that, and then going to renting and living off of that equity for a little while. And that could change things, but that I don't see. Um, and right now you can't foreclose on, but the people, it's funny to me, the people that are getting foreclosed on right now hadn't been making their payment for an entire year. It doesn't right. mean that they're in a hardship right now. Uh, it means that they weren't being responsible for an entire year. Right? There's extreme cases where people can't make payments, but, um, and then rentals too. Um, you can't evict people for not paying their rent right now, um, which being owning rentals kind of sucks. 
Um, but we're working with our tenants. We're saying, we're not saying to them, Hey, if you don't have your payment, let us know. But if they say they don't have their payment, we're going to talk to them about some, some options we've already lined up. Look, and I think, I think that's important, um, for, uh, from the human aspect of it for one. Um, and, and first and foremost, from a human aspect, just being a good person, um, you know, our rental property out in Ording, um, you know, I, I immediately thought about it cause I knew our renter uh, was going to be non-essential. And so we put in on that rental property, we immediately put in for a deferment um, because, you know, if she can't do it, you know, and then it's coming out of our pocket and, you know, and our times are tighter right now, right? If we're not, if I didn't know what was going to happen with us, how long we were going to be, you know, basically sitting at home. So, um, and it was funny because sure enough, within a day or two, um, she hit us up and said, Hey, I've been laid off of both my jobs temporarily. And I'm like, And I'm sure, you know, uh, there's, there's some slumlords out there that'd be like, still try to get as much as they could every month. But, you know, we turned and said, hey, three month deferment, do what you can. You know, and she's been a great renter for us. And so um, said, do what you can. Um, take care, take care of your babies, take care of you. And uh, we'll get this thing back on track in a couple months once you get back to work. So. And that's the right thing to do. Definitely. Yeah, we thought so. And I, I mean, <clears throat> it's not going to, in my opinion, it's not going to help the economy to eventually evict somebody, throw them out there, um, and then have them trying to find another rental property um, in an uncertain market of what's going to, you know, what we're going to see. And so um, I think for <clears throat> for those of us who have rental properties, it makes more sense to work with our tenants, keep them in their houses, keep that um Keep families in place, keep business in place, keep things going as much as you can. Work with them and whoever your mortgage company is, if you still have a mortgage on it. And, uh, you know, find a way to keep them in the home and, uh, and and then be able to restart that once things get back to normal. Yeah, most I agree. Definitely. <clears throat> well, you know, another aspect we can talk about here is, um, like Lisa alluded to, we're not completely shut down. And there are still things that agents can do out there. Um, so would you say right now is if you if you needed to put your house on the market right now as a seller, uh, Lisa, would you say right now is a can you is it still a good time? And and on top of that, is. on top of that, what would be some creative ways if you're a seller, if you're a buyer, what are some creative ways that still to still work within the parameters? of what the governor has laid out, but still be able to try and do somewhat business as normal. I would definitely have a video on of the house for sure. That's just a no brainer no. because there's a lot of people that are still looking that were, are still qualified. They're able to have that pre-approval still good. Um, and if they, you can always do it subject to inspection. So it's not, because that's the other thing that they are allowing is to have the inspection as well now. So if you have a listing and have the video on there, even if the people can't come right then, there's a lot of military folks that move into this area and buy houses sight unseen. It right. happens every day. Yeah. So it's yeah. just a different kind of purchase for people who aren't um, accustomed to that. But because of the inventory being so small right now, I think it's a perfect opportunity to list, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I I somewhat disagree. 
Okay. I don't, I don't say I, it's not a horrible time to list. And I don't say it's not a good time to list. And that's why I say I somewhat disagree. Right. And it's because two, two things really. One, we're allowed to go show houses. And, and I don't know why nobody's brought this up yet. I thought about it when it came out. Nothing says it's okay to go house shopping right now. It, it's not an essential task to leave your house to go out and look at houses. That hasn't been addressed, right? So us going and showing houses, they're kind of breaking the rules looking at houses. Now, with that said, we have something called fiduciary duty, right? We have to put our clients' needs above our needs, right? So we kind of have to go and show. I've put some parameters on it to most of my clients where I'll go show you a house, but I don't want to go show you a bunch of houses if we don't have to. So look at the pictures really well. Look at the data on the house. Make sure it's perfect. And then we'll go look at it, right? Um, yeah. and let's, I've even gone over the phone and talked to some of my clients because I thought the kitchen was a little smaller than what they wanted. And we looked at the pictures yesterday uh, on the phone together and they decided, okay, yeah, I get it. Right. The house probably now, once we go and see it, we're not going to like it. Now, in regard to listing, I like listing houses when you have this huge pool of buyers, right? That is the best time to list them. Right now, you have a restricted pool of buyers because a lot of people are laid off. I, I don't know. Does anybody know the numbers on how many people are, are laid off in Washington State? Like what percentage of workers? Like 20%, I think. <clears throat> so right there, I mean, if that just goes straight over to, to home buyers, 20% of your buyers aren't going to be able to buy right now because they're laid off, right? Yeah. And then some people don't want to go out, right? Also, sure. we're not allowed to have photographers, yeah. right? We're not allowed to send our photographer. We have to take the photos ourselves. I'm not a professional photographer. So mm -hmm. I like the house to look best and have the biggest pool of, of buyers out there. Um, so I'm having my clients wait like another week uh, and wait until we have some buyers back. You know, that's a great point is that we've been told <laughs> it's funny because that that uh, that notice that came out last week says that um, photographers are not essential. Uh, drone drone operators are not essential. Uh, 3D picturing people are not essential. So basically the seller or you, the listing agent, have to take the pictures. And we've seen some iPhone quality pictures out there. So I, I think you bring up a good point. If you don't need to sell right now, hold off. <laughs> it's not required. Now, if you need to, I don't think it's a bad time. If, you, if you're right. a need, right? right? Also, you've got to think about all the logistics to this, right? Who's moving where and then this and that. You're involving a lot of people. So... Um, if it's, yeah. do it, if you can wait, I would definitely wait. It's not going to be a bad market here in a week or two. Right. We're, uh, Jillian says we're 32% nationally on the unemployment. Um, I'd like to point out that, uh, Jimmy says, just have Luke in every picture. His hair will sell it for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, if we get the journal um, move faster, we can see I, the hair much better. Do the hair off, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Q and I in our, our hair. I tell you what, we're 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 pretty uh we're pretty bad about that. Pretty vain. But um, yeah, in Vegas, it was like I want to get a couple of both of our rooms. <laughs> we we almost brought a hairdresser with us between the two of us. Oh, we're like, yeah, go have some hairdresser. Go have 
Um, hey, Austin Lindsay, our good friend Austin, he's down there in Arizona. Um, Rory, you know Austin. That's uh, Jennifer Lindsay, Jennifer and Donnie's son. Yep. Um, he says, hey, guys, uh, good to see you all. Hope all is well. Thanks, Austin. It's good to see you, buddy. You're out there killing it in the world. We're so proud of you. Um, he said, I was late to the live. Sorry this, if this has been answered already. Have you seen the housing market in the PNW cool at all? Um, or maybe predict a slowdown coming somewhat in the near future. My understanding is the market in Arizona is still really strong, and I want to see how it is up there. Um, he may be thinking about moving up here, him and his special lady. So, um, yeah, we're kind of going through it, Austin. If we don't, if we're not touching, uh, make sure you ask a specific question again. Let make sure we're addressing. I, I think it is cooling because we have to, um, and we kind of discuss it. I and just to throw my two cents in on the whole, what I think might happen. Um, I have a feeling that once these restrictions um, get released, that um, it's going to go gangbusters. Uh, <laughs> listings flooding the market, people ready to go. We may see, um, it may be a situation where our buyers, we're getting buyers that are uh, highly qualified, right? We're coming in with higher down payments, um, better DTIs, that kind of thing um, that are looking to take advantage of maybe a flood of listings. Um, but, uh, oh, look at there. Austin says, this is true. They might be looking at Washington. We would welcome you with open arms, buddy, young man. Um, and I think we might see a flood. Um, and all, all, I think a lot of it's going to depend too, for guys like Austin who are, you know, young kids starting out, um, what are they going to do with the bond programs with the DPA programs? You know, how long are those going to take to get, uh, reinstated? Like, and, you know, what are the rates going to look like? Because right now, if they opened up tomorrow, you know, there's some people that we've been looking at that were approved for 325 that are now approved for 290, right? Because of rates. So, so I think a lot of that is going to depend on, on what we see with that overall market. Uh, let's Boy, see, Jimmy, just brought you guys to that one. No one had anything to say. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's asking, are we still seeing multiple offers being dropped on homes? To be honest, I don't know. Q, I don't know if you've seen it. Lisa, you've been out there. Um, Not as much. Uh, I called on a house that I think normally would have had multiple offers on it this morning. Um, I am probably going to go show that tomorrow. Um, and it, she's had one showing, I think that type of house in a normal market would have had five or six showings by now. So there's, there's less people looking, a lot of people don't want to go out. Um, so I think it, it can be a good time to be a buyer right now, but just take the precautions and only look at the houses that are necessary. What have you seen? Yeah. I, I... There were a ton of cards on some of those counters that they had been <laughs> So I know I'm not the only one. And in one of the driveways, um, as my the husband was waiting in the car, there was another agent with clients coming because they didn't use showing time, but I did. And there, there's still that happening. And so I don't know on the offer side of things. I haven't experienced that since um, things were changed, but I don't yeah. know. I think it's important, as uh, Q, Q said earlier, um, to really make sure our buyers are interested in a property. It exactly fits their parameters. I think that, you know, before, you know, a buyer might call and be like, hey, I want to see a house. And we're like, all right, cool. Meet you there in an hour if I have nothing to do. Right. Or let's go see it tomorrow. Just kind of, just, yeah, let's do it. And now it's a lot more, hey, are you, have you done a drive by? 
Are you sure the neighborhood's going to work? You know, is someone using cars or planters in the in the in the yard next to that place? You're gonna it's gonna drive you nuts. Um, so I, you know, I'm encouraging. I would tell buyers, I'm like, hey, go drive these properties. If they send me like three properties, go drive them. Make sure you know narrow that down to two, and then maybe even um, maybe even I'll go out to those two and I'll do some um, I'll do a virtual walkthrough and send them to you. And you tell me if you really think that they're going to work for you. And if they will, then okay, let's meet there and take a look. But let's not, you know, let's not go out there and risk too much if we don't have to. Let's find ways to kind of limit the exposure, limit the risk, and play within the guidelines. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And I know that there's some there's some listings out there that this slowdown has not been very helpful. Um, you know, not everything is going. Uh, three days on the market and it's under contract. And so I know that there's some listings out there and there's been talk about this. Are they going to, are they going to put a temporary stop on the current days on market? And what I've heard is, is they're not going to. So I know that there's some listings out there that this slowdown has been uh, kind of a pain in the butt because you can't get more people in there. You can't do more open houses. You, you just, the, the things that you normally would do for a listing that's just kind of, it, it just needs kind of a push start. You can't do that right now. So I know that there's some sellers out there that are a little frustrated with all this. What would you guys recommend to them? Patience. Yeah. 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 Really? I, th I think they've got to be patient. I mean, and just, I mean, that that's a, that's a sign of just saying that it is, a, it is a little bit better to wait to list your house. You could pull your house off the market, put it in temporarily off the market status, just talk to your agent, have them do that. And that way you're not having to deal with it. Because quite frankly, like if I had my house on the market right now, I wouldn't even want to be living in the house. No. I, you know, know I think that's through. a good point. Are, are they a hospital worker? Is it a right. hospital worker coming through your house? You don't know who they are. Um, and yeah. uh, it can just, I'm looking up the days on the market right now. Um, I think uh, I think Q's right, and I, I, my entire opinion to any you know to our sellers would be or is has been. Um, let's not. If you're going to be living in that house when it's when it's listed, let's get through this first. If it's vacant, sure, let's throw it up. Couldn't hurt, right? See what happens. But um, Lucas, but if you're going to be living in that house, let's not put you at risk. Especially if they're in the categories of higher risk too. I would yeah. not advise them them to list at all right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely I think that's, agree. I think that's right there. I, I think you just hit on the head. If it's vacant and nobody's there, there's a small risk of passing it on. But right. I, I agree with you guys. If I had my house on the market right now, nope. 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 <laughs> yeah. I just I I I can't take that risk. And 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 anybody well, out there, anybody out there who decides to put their house temporarily off the market, it's totally understandable during this time. And, you know, from a human aspect, uh, we've seen some, we've heard of some terrible things happening up in Vancouver, up in the BC area, oh, yeah. BC, you know, Surrey, Vancouver and those surrounding areas. Um, and I don't want to get into too much of it, but I mean, essentially, um, sellers are still listing their homes, but trying to make it so that um, buyers of Asian descent are not allowed to come through. And it's, I mean, oh, that's two aspects. One, horrible, <laughs> horrible right. as a human. Um, and two, completely against the law. And essentially, from what we're hearing up there from some of our um, sources up there, some of our news sources um, are saying like, yeah, people don't care. They're like, forget the law. We don't care. We're not we're not doing this. And in my opinion, 
you know, everyone just take a step back, man, you know, in this market. And let's not, if we're, if people are trying to force listings on the market and that kind of stuff, I, in my mind, it just gives us more of an opportunity to allow people to <laughs> not do things in the best interest of others. Um, and, you know, um, to act maybe um, in a way they wouldn't be proud of down the line. So let's just get through the stressful times. If you, and unless your home is vacant, let's, you know, let's just hold off. Just put, push the pause button. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was liking a little two week break. You know? <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who's liking a two week break. It's someone who just got married and she's having a, uh, a forced honeymoon week. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa new last name. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, he's still essential. He's still going to the bank every day, <sighs> but they, they just don't have customers coming in. So, right. Anyway, you know, it's yeah. funny, David, you brought up uh, it was, you know, it was nice having the two week break or, or what we've got going on right now. And I David texted me Saturday morning and said, hey, look, the governor just said we were essential. I ain't going to lie to you. When I first got that text message, I'm like, son of a <laughs> I was getting used to this. <laughs> That's my business partner, y'all. That's the guy I rely on. <laughs> He texted me, he's like, damn it, I got to go back to work. And I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> well, it, it was, it was, I felt the same way as you, Rory. And, and then you, I, I love my fellow agents. Most of us get along. There's very few that are blacklisted. Um, even though we compete, it's, it's fine. But the hog wild everybody posting that governor letter within like i saw it and within one hour it was all over the place and people were like business as usual if your agent won't show you houses i will and i'm like what jerks to each other yeah right? let's calm down let's not I go see that. Crazy. i'm glad i didn't see that I, yeah I'll tell you what i'll tell you what it's a good time for um and, uh, you know, we were just in uh, Vegas back there in November and they were talking about the iBuyer program. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about investors right now. Um, if you are an investor, it's a beautiful time. You know, if you've even been thinking about getting into the game or you have the ability to do so, you know, reach out to one of us if you don't have someone to talk to. Because, you know, these these homes to, that um, it's not your dream home kind of a thing. It's just a financial decision. It might be a great time to be looking at things and um, looking to pick up a rental or, or something, you know, a second home, whatever that it may be to you. Um, you know, competition is down right now. And if, if you're cool with doing the sight unseen, you know, and doing the virtual, it's uh, it could be a, a money time for you. Mm -hmm. That is true. Now I know that so, we've got some agents on here that are watching and I'm going to go ahead and th this is, this is the promotional section of the, uh, the show this morning where we don't get paid any advertising money yet. Nonetheless, yeah. um, this is normal for us. The four of us are all at EXP and what we're doing here right now, this is absolutely normal because that's how our brokerage has been since 2009. I just yeah. want to touch on real briefly to the agents that are watching right now why why we're so prepared for a situation like this it's been business as usual man you know it's uh it's funny lockdown hit and uh like the very next day we were uh i know that 
you know, Rory and David and I were with Greg in the office. And when I say in the office, like in the team run office suite in the virtual world, still conducting business. Um, we can invite our own, you can invite our buyers in there to look at houses with us virtually and have meetings. Our trainings were going on without a hitch. Um, you know, and it's, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this this morning. I'm going to post it here shortly, but yep. EXP essentially opened the floodgates to our training and said, hey, we know a lot of you brokers out there are shut down. You're not getting the training. You're not getting your weekly classes. Until this is over, come over and take trainings with us. We'll give you a pass. You can come into the world and uh, get your real estate training uh, through the EXP virtual world. Um, I'll, I'll say two things on that. One, brilliant um, marketing <laughs> as far as agent attraction goes. Um, but two, like, they don't have to do that, man. They could they could easily just say, yeah, milk it up, buttercup. You can get it if you come over and join us. But they're not saying yeah. that. They're like, hey, they understand the value yeah. of the agent and the value of keeping our world moving. And to see that come out this morning, that they're going to open up to all agents who need to get some training in. It's, um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Luke. That is unbelievable that they're doing that. Um, anybody out there is listening to this now or later, hit any four of us up. We don't care which one of us you hit up for this. We can get you access in there to the EXP campus. Yeah. They call it EXP world. I think that's weird to me. So I call it EXP campus because it's that there's little buildings in there. You walk into them, you take trainings, uh, and they raise the training by about, uh, I, I don't know what they had another 10, 20 hours of training every week that we're going through this. Yeah. We're yeah. Up to 50 plus. I saw that there's 137 hours this week of training. Holy that's yeah. And that's live training. You can't watch it. Yeah. And that's live training that anybody can yeah. go to. Uh, now anybody literally um, and I think that that shows to one thing that I've that I've noticed and I've said this to, to many that, that moving to EXP was the single best decision I've made in my entire real estate career and uh, the collaboration between agents because there's going to be agents teaching these classes and there are going to be a, amazing content of what people are actively doing right now in the real estate industry. And they're going to be sharing that with everybody, not even just EXP agents. Now they're going to be sharing it with everybody. I think it just shows how much uh, generosity there is in EXP and how much we collaborate with each other all the time. Their take <laughs> Dib on says, all right. that... Go ahead, Luke. I'm go. sorry. No, you go, Lisa, you go. I was going to say nothing important. <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't. So one of the reasons why one of the reasons why exp wants to collaborate with other agents is because when we're doing deals with other agents and other companies we want you to be the best of the best as well so mm -hmm. it comes from a place of contribution of just impacting the whole real estate community not just us um, to be able to gift that to you at this time when you do maybe have a little extra time because your business has slowed down because of this situation yeah and the thing is i've got some um, some mentees underneath me i've got about 10 or 12 underneath me and this is a beautiful thing right now because i remember what it was like when i first got into real estate and when i was part-time i had to do my regular nine to five job and if i could catch training at the office then you know lucky me but these mentees who still have a job on the side or maybe they're laid off for temporarily laid off right now they can attend these trainings in EXP world while they're sitting at home. And so they can build up that foundation, that knowledge base, all those things while they're still, um, 
you know, while they're at home. And I know, I know, and I know that you guys have talked to other agents in the past week. There are offices that have had to close their physical location because the governor said so. And so they can't do trainings. They can't have lunch and lunch and learns. They can't do all of those things. So, so now some of them are scrambling. What is Zoom? What is Facebook Live? What is Google Hangouts? And for for EXP, it's like, here, hold my cup of coffee. I'll show you how to use it real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so that's, this is, this solidifies our decision to come over to EXP even more when we have a pandemic, a crisis, nobody expected something like this to happen. But basically, except for being able to go out there, unless you're Lisa and you go out and show 50,000 houses in one day, um, you still can do business as usual at home. And that is such an awesome thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I'd like to give um, <clears throat> to while we're doing um, promotions, obviously, we love where we're at and um, for all of the agents out there who are curious about what we have going on no time like the present because like um, like our boy dib says we're all at home in our robes until someone calls us anyway so if you're at home in your robe give us a call because we're at home in our robes too except for david david gets dialed in at zero six every morning but um we'd love to bring you into the world do some trainings with you check it check out show you what we're doing just hang out oh, with absolutely. you man like we're starving for your human contact anyway so mm -hmm. um but uh you know and there's look we we have a lot of people we work with across the country and you know um i'd love to do another one of these where we get people like dibs on out in detroit you know see what uh see what he's seeing see some of our friends out in florida on the east coast but uh you know if you um if somehow you're seeing this and uh you know your market you're wondering what's going on in your market hey even if you're not in washington reach out to us our network is extensive we'll plug you in man we will plug you in with guys like dibs howard out in detroit um you know whomever um in in different locations and get you uh we got molton right we got greg down there in arizona austin if you're still watching you need someone down in arizona um you know this is a time where exp shines and i think this is a time exp or not as realtors we can shine and taking care of people and really show the value of our service because that's been in question right the value of our service has been in question um, and what we do. And I think it's no time like the present to show how valuable we are and what we bring to the table. Yeah, I got a, I got a question uh, I want to throw out there is um, how much of a slowdown percentage wise do you guys think you've, you've seen uh, over these last two weeks to, to like say today? How much slower do you think it is? Well, you know, I was looking at, I was actually looking at a, a stat yesterday in the MLS and key box usage has dropped 15% in one week. 15, one five. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's something to, that's something to tell you right there. Um, people aren't okay. zapping in. Uh, we weren't allowed to though. Are they using the stats based on when we were able to? It was the week before the shutdown. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, we were all slowing down a little bit before we even got told right. we had to. Right. And actually, the week before that, it was down 5%. So okay. you could see it trending up. And then all of a sudden, you, you could tell when something wasn't right because all of a sudden it just starts going, oh, wait. So nothing, nothing's come out for last week yet. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, nothing yet. Because, uh, yeah, even before we got shut down, I had a client say, we're, we're done. We're not looking. Mm -hmm. um, we're just going to stay home. We're deciding to, we're deciding to self quarantine. 
before this, before I think that was last Monday uh, or maybe the Friday before that they just said, you know what, we're not going to look anymore. We're going to wait. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, I was, yeah. I was okay with it. So that, that would make sense to 15%. Yeah, we have one client that did the same thing, said we're going to put it on hold until things um, shake out. I have a couple of clients on unemployment right now. And so I honestly can't do a pre-approval. I, I don't feel right doing a pre-approval right now. Right. Yeah. Well, they can't you know that fairway, uh, fairway was told essentially if they're on, even if it's temporary layoff, mm -hmm. nothing until, mm -hmm. um, no pre-approval form until they get back to work. Yeah, it makes it's sense. So unknown. You just don't know how long it's going to be. Yeah. It's the unknown. Yeah, that's just like what I was hearing. They're they're not just checking out the person; they're also checking out the company to make sure it's a solid company now, which is yeah. not what they've normally done. Right. And I don't know if that's all lenders. That's just what I've heard from a few of them. So. Right. Um, yeah. All right. All right, you guys. Well, here's the thing. We're gonna throw it out there one last time. If you guys have any more questions, get your questions in right now because we're gonna start wrapping this bad boy up. Um, kind of get some some thoughts from you guys. And if nobody has any questions, then I guess we'll call these final thoughts. Um, but what do you guys see happening? What, what, what's the future of all of this? Um, do you think things will change? You know, we kind of touched on it earlier, but, but honestly, what do we see as agents? What do we see for agents as, um, buyers and sellers? What are we going to see? Let's say six months from now, if, you know, we get past all this, what is the future of real estate in the Pacific Northwest going to look like? I tell you what, I'm going to let you guys run with this because I actually I got to get going here. Lainey has a uh, uh, my daughter has a Zoom class that she's got to get on on my and then she needs my computer for it. So um, I'm going to let you guys run with it. I appreciate you uh, all making time for this this morning and um, and getting on. And I'll definitely check back and and, and throw my opinions in there um, on the uh, on the text thread on here. But uh, um, thanks so much, everyone who joined us. Thank you guys for having this. Sorry, I got to bail early, but hey, that's the nature of what's going on right now. So um, our kids have Zoom classes. So anyways, y'all be well. Enjoy finishing off and we'll talk to you later. See you, Luke. Uh, I'll, I'll take part of that right here. Um, the I think there's going to be less agents. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a, a considerable amount less agents um because and i don't i don't think that's a bad thing for our industry as a whole um i think it'll be some of the agents that really weren't cutting it just to be blunt in, in our industry and they were maybe they were maybe not having quite enough sales and they they didn't have enough savings uh to go through these times and and us as agents that have been around a little while we know we've got to have some savings you've got to to put some away out of all these uh, when we get paid so that during the lean months which for a lot of people november december uh can be the lean months so we're already kind of used to that but you you this last december was a little different but um you just got to be ready for it so i think there'll be less agents and i think overall nobody knows i think i think we can all predict it and all say i think this is what's going to happen um, but nobody really knows. Nobody's been through this. Yeah, I don't care if you got a hundred-year-old grandma; she doesn't remember or know any time that, that has been like this. We're in un, un, unseen uh, waters right here. Uh, we, we just don't know. Um, I think uh, my my personal little bit of thought is if it ends quickly, less the quicker it ends, the less it'll change. I think that's obvious. 
Um, but the the if it's if it's done in two three weeks, I think we're back to business as usual in six months. Like I said earlier, if it takes two months, if it takes three months from now, um, hold on tight because it's going to get real weird. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree I'm with that. optimistic, uh -oh. but I really feel badly. I'm I feel very badly for small business owners right now and for the people mm -hmm. that they had employed because I don't know zero or square one. Um, if they were contemplating selling and buying right now, it, that may have completely changed their plans in the upcoming months. So, um, like I said, I'm optimistic that this will end soon, but we don't know. I, I want to add one more thing to that because yeah. I, I'm, I like to say some positive stuff about this and, the, and I'm going to be a little bit religious with people here is the, after the God is good all the time after the storm is always better than before the storm, the gifts always far outweigh the storm. And I am excited to see what that's going to look like. Good. I love that. Thank you. Yep. That's good stuff. All right, you guys. Well, it looks like, uh, looks like that is all we got. I appreciate you guys jumping on here today. Appreciate our audience staying on here, uh, stay on here quite a few. We, uh, we've got a, a strong presence today and everybody's wondering a little bit about what the market is doing. And, uh, again, if you guys, if you're an agent and you have any questions about, um, EXP, you want to jump into EXP world, uh, you want to attend some of the classes, by all means, reach out to any any of the four of us. We'll definitely meet you in the EXP world and, and go to those classes with you. Um, and if you're a buyer or a seller or you just want to know a little bit more information, a little bit more one-on-one, -on -one, reach out to any one of us as well. We'd love to chat with you on the phone. Um, but yeah, other than that, I appreciate your guys' time this morning. Thank you, David. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Luke, for jumping on here. And um, you know, be safe out there, you guys. Be smart. Don't sneeze on people. <laughs> and let's just, let's get done with this as quick as possible. How does yes. that sound? Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Yep. Have a Be great good. day. Take care of yourselves. Nice All seeing right, you all. Bye. The content discussed in this podcast are the opinions of Rory Pitts, Luke Weaver, and all guests. This information is intended as general and for entertainment purposes only. We suggest all listeners do their own due diligence and research before making any business decision. This podcast is produced independently of and is not endorsed or funded by EXP Realty directly or indirectly.